0: And it's just like, well, no, you're misrepresenting what you're exactly doing for that person. What you're doing for that person is you're actually being a consultant for that person. And if you illuminate that and you tell them that in the beginning, that's going to change their perspective on what your role really is and how they need to be committed to their own desired outcome, right? Because they're leaning on these coaches and these mentors, what they're gonna tell them and the strategy, and that's just gonna lead them down the path to success. And people are paying tens of thousands of dollars for this coaching and this mentorship, and they should really be spending that money on their business, right? Welcome back to the Prepare to Compete podcast where we talk all things VA benefits, real estate, entrepreneurship, and more. And today on this segment, we're going to give you that entrepreneurship and more, man. I've been uh, having some different topics here and things that have been going on and I've been seeing online it's just been grinding my gears, right? And uh, I wanted to bring it to the group here, man. And, you know, just actually, I don't know if it's just like therapy for me to talk about this or what, but... Um, you know, part of the business here with Veterans for Veterans and with real estate, you know, we're really focused on getting better. You know, I have my whole thing about 1% better each day and blah, 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 all this type of stuff, right? And there's a lot of information regarding the financial literacy space and a lot of veterans and a lot of individuals are interested in starting their own businesses. And I feel like sometimes, there's people in the community that are kind of taking advantage of that, right? Um, it's a very, very lucrative field as far as being able to monetize, and I just wanted to just kind of get into it, where really targeting the coaches, right, that are online gurus that are doing all of this, right, and calling themselves mentors, and you know, I really wanted to get Ken of Davis's uh, take on it as a successful veteran business owner, and just really kind of gain some understanding regarding that coaching and mentorship space and, you know, what actually qualifies someone to be a coach or a mentor, right? And, um, you know, if you can kind of just kind of, I guess we can take this in stages, right? But if you had any kind of initial thoughts that you might have about online coaching and mentorship.
1: Uh, Online coaching and mentorship is uh, very, I think, I you said, lucrative, right? But as uh, with that, it gets to a point where it could be very harmful as well. Um, because everyone, sometimes are labeling themselves as a coach, as a mentor, um, but as we know, when we're talking about mentorship, it becomes a little bit more personal, right? Uh, because you have a vested interest for that person. Um, but when we're talking about coaching, um, these people should, you know, ultimately, Uh, be serving you, and now being able to keep these people accountable becomes, uh, you know, it it, it depends, you know, it's how do we, you know, put accountability on this coach. Now, if this coach does not get you where you need to go, uh, is that uh, keeping them accountable? Because sometimes uh, different variables are in place. But I will say that um, all in all, we'll dive into that a little bit more, but I will say, at the end of the day, uh, any entrepreneur, uh, veteran entrepreneur or not, uh, make sure you do your research. Make sure you do your research, uh, because everyone is not a subject matter expert, as you may uh, believe they are, or they market themselves as. Um, If, again, they're not specifically uh, meant for you and your business, I would always make sure I defer to uh, kind of doing the work, right? Taking the
0: stairs instead of the elevator. Now, absolutely, Kenneth. You know, there's a lot of things going on in the space here, and you know, one of the things that I kind of really look at like, let's first start off by talking about online coaching programs, right? And obviously, paying for education is fine, right? I paid to go to college, I got about three or four different degrees. I might even be paying to get a doctorate soon, okay? I have no problem with paying for education because when you're able to learn, you're able to, um, make yourself better and you create different financial resources for yourself. And, and that's great. Right. And I'm not even going to get even get into like the quality of the online coaching programs, but what I really want to hone in on is that what exactly is a coach, right? So now when we're looking at coaching and we're looking at, you know, what a coach is now the Lakers, right? The, LeBron James has a coach, okay? Lakers have Lakers organization has a coach, okay? That coach is paid by the organization. He walks around with his Lakers shirt on, you know, he, he has a vested interest in the success of that team. And when you call yourself a coach and you don't necessarily have your, your own vested interest in that person's or that organization's success, That's what kind of allows me to kind of take it back a little bit. And it's like, well, wait a minute, what's going on here? Are you really a coach? Because you're not on my team. Somebody that can call themselves a coach of mine, they have to actually be on my team. And a lot of these individuals are coaching multiple teams at the same time. Right They're They're coaching your competition. So Darvin Ham isn't coaching the Lakers one game and that same day and that same season going and helping out the Clippers as well, right? So you, you really wanna do look at that and I would identify that person as a consultant, not an actual coach.
1: And I, I agree, I agree um, in, in terms, right? Uh, because when you're talking about uh, entrepreneur, right? At, a, at an entry-level entrepreneur, um, that entry-level entrepreneur may not have the best uh uh resources to be able to get a coach on his team um to be able to remain to only play for that team you know what I mean so it just becomes very uh you know weary in the sense of well how can I also uh be able to get this person on my team without paying them and that goes into the conversation of mentorship but that even those waters could be pretty murky because sometimes every every person will have their uh, I guess uh, vested interest or motive ultimately um, in regards to mentorship. Ideally, we would love for it to honestly say, "Hey, um, it is strictly for you know the love and genuine um, genuine protection of that person or self." Um, But typically, you know, um, everyone has a kind of motive in regards to that. So it's it's very, it's very difficult. You teeter teeter the line, you know, teeter the line.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You definitely teeter the line a lot of times. But what I really want to kind of hone in on is that there's nothing wrong with these individuals actually helping people and charging them for it. I'm not necessarily saying that's the problem. My problem is that don't call yourself a coach. Call yourself a consultant, right? Because if I'm hiring a consultant for my business, I have a certain level of expectations for that person, right? If I'm hiring a coach, it's like, well, you know, we're, you know, essentially, if you have a coach, right? Darvin Ham again, example I'm using for the Lakers. Him and LeBron is in it together. They're figuring it out, right? They're on the same team. They're figuring it out. He has a game plan. He has strategies. All these different things, but ultimately. They're going to figure it out and they're going to strategize and work together for that common goal. But the issue is that a consultant and these online coaches, they don't necessarily have a common goal of yours. Right. So if we're hiring someone, that called themselves a coach for veterans for veterans. Right. Their goal isn't our goal. Our goal is to be, you know, one of the largest uh, companies supporting veterans for veterans. disability benefits real estate and in those different fields right they don't have a vested interest on whether we're successful in that right they can we can learn off their expertise we can hire them for that expertise to coach us to a certain direction but if we make a hundred million dollars you know with this business they're not getting 10 percent, 20 percent, or anything like that they don't have that vested interest tied in the same way a coach may have that tied in right because if the Lakers win the championship, Darvin Ham gets a ring too.
1: So um, I guess because um, uh, uh, at this point now uh, it, it sounds like uh, that for yourself, you would like if you're a coach. There's no other conflict of interest. So that that that's that's what we're saying.
0: Uh, essentially, yeah. During that time period that you're serving as a coach, there's not necessarily a conflict of interest in the in the same type of ways that we're saying that hey i'm on your team this coach is saying they're on your team and they're committed to your success right but these online coaches aren't committed to uh, your success and what i'm trying to protect you know our community and our veteran community from is that people that are preying on them uh, for not having a knowledge of business and not having a knowledge of you know certain career fields they're looking to get into and they're saying, hey, I'll be your coach or hey, I'll mentor you. And it's just like, well, no, you're misrepresenting what you're exactly doing for that person. Mm -hmm. What you're doing for that person is you're actually being a consultant for that person. And if you illuminate that and you tell them that in the beginning, that's going to change their perspective on what your role really is and how they need to be committed to their own desired outcome, right? Because they're leaning on, these coaches and these mentors, what they're going to tell them and the strategy, and that's just going to lead them down the path to success. And people are paying tens of thousands of dollars for this coaching and this mentorship, and they should really be spending that money on their business, right? You know, even for myself, right? I've I've invested in certain coaching programs and and uh, different things. Haven't I've ever upgraded to pay for mentorship, but when I've done that, I've always targeted certain styles of coaches where they're even even though they're calling it that we know it's kind of more education and consulting right Mm -hmm. and um i'm i'm subscribing to them because i i want that education right and i have a clear expectation but a lot of individuals that are subscribing to some of those programs they're really believing that just by being in this program it's going to change their life And a lot of times, even if you put the work in, it's not going to guarantee you success, right? You know, even if we look at it as far as education in a general sense of going to college, right? You can go to college, you can get a college degree, and you could come out with this business degree or whatever type of degree, right? That's not going to guarantee that you're going to get hired in a certain career field, right? And there is more of an understanding of that, right? Mm -hmm. The expectation is not... I go to X university and I just know by doing that, I'm going to be able to get Y job, right? It, it, it's, it's not like that. But with these online coaches, there's a lot of times they're over promising what they're able to offer because the person subscribing to that program is believing that, hey, I do this program, I'm going to get this desired outcome. And that's not true. Nobody can really guarantee you an outcome.
1: So let me ask you. So now uh, when we're talking about a desired outcome and we're talking about um, that, uh, again, this desirable outcome. Now, if the probability is higher for this desired outcome at that point, would that satisfy the coaching status?
0: No, it still wouldn't satisfy it in my eyes. They would be more likely to call themselves consultants the reason why they don't call themselves consultants in a lot of ways is because they know what they're providing isn't really that good. So, because if they, if it was that good, they would call themselves consultants and they could probably charge way more money for their services. Right. So they're not doing that because they have to come and say, Hey, I'm your buddy. I'm your coach. Hey, I'm your mentor. And now with that, it, allows people to like, yeah, I'm a go, And you know, sometimes people are going in debt for some of these different coaching and mentorship programs. Right. And you have coaches and mentors that might even be uh, motivating you to, Hey, just go ahead and, you know, you start your LLC and, and, and get this business credit card and put it on the business credit card to pay for my $25,000 program, right? Because you're going to pay for that, but it's going to pay for itself, right? Because now you you spent 25000 and now you're going to be able to make a million dollars. I've helped these other people have million dollar days and all this sort of things, right? Yeah. So it's just like so far fetched in what they're promising. And a lot of times these individuals aren't even able to make back that initial 25000 twenty five thousand dollar investment and not to mention they put it on a credit card so it got some interest on it
1: (laughs) no no i agree i agree so uh, but there are are also the valuable ones as well not necessarily coaches online coaches and such but there's also uh mentorship that most should pay for because most people aren't going to be and i think this is why another reason uh, a lot of businesses fail is because they don't have the proper guidance right? The proper guidance. So not necessarily a coach, right? But if you can have mentorship to kind of negate you bumping your head along the way, would you not then pay for that?
0: Mentorship is great. I believe you should look into mentorship. Absolutely. But when you think about a mentor, right? You think about people that have mentored you and people that you mentor, right? How often do you charge them, right? Right. And you know, it may get to a certain level where it's like, hey, I didn't gave you all of this for free. Now I got to send you an invoice. You know, send those deposits, please, right? <laughs> you know, so, but when it gets to that point, you're, it's no longer mentorship, right? Mm-hmm. It's consulting once you get into that point. Uh, because now, w- when you're using the term consulting, now there's a business relationship established there. Mm-hmm. There's, when you're talking about mentorship, there's not a a real business relationship usually established with that. That a mentor is usually somebody that that wants to see you be successful because they care for you as an individual or let's say they're a high level attorney, right? And they wanna see people enter the law field and they, so they're mentoring, you know, college students, college law students, because they want to help with the field of law and further, you know, the different things in nature to that. So it's like, they're either doing it for the love of the individual or for the love of the profession.
1: But now I want to go back to that, that same example, right? So now let's say that person, X person is, you know, are, are mentoring a, a, a group of, college, uh, college kids who are, you know, getting into the law field and they want to go ahead and sway them to the law field. But now I can almost guarantee you that they have an individual motive to, uh, for a select group of those college kids, they want them to come to work for their firm. So isn't that kind of a motive still, you know, attached to that same care and mentorship to that person?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which,
1: which then would ultimately lead into, uh, more revenue. For that, for that individual, you know what I mean. So now it's it's kind of it's kind of difficult when you're talking about consulting, coaching, or mentorship because a lot of it it feels though like it wraps into one.
0: Yeah, and sometimes it can wrap into one, but but when we put it in a box of what we're talking about here, right? We're talking about online coaches and you know online mentors they're never going to give you a job with their company, right? <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Like, that's a, it's a completely different thing. It's true, a, true, look, true. You, they're not going to, have you come work for them don't no matter how good you do or whatever it's if, if not set up in that type of situation and scenario but i i do definitely feel you when you're talking about the law firm it's like yeah they're trying to train them to potentially come work for them or even if i were to mentor some young realtors right i want them on my team and i want to hone them the way i want so they could potentially be uh, on my team instead of being my competition right
1: exactly exactly and that's the thing it's rather it's easier to collaborate than than actually fight the war because fighting the war costs a lot of money and having all these other competitors and different things, it's always great to collaborate. So that's why I ultimately foresee it in being an aspect of uh, not only uh, mentorship but a mentorship with a motive. Or uh, when we're talking about capitalism, right? Uh, that this, this term I, I thought was uh, was great, right? But it's all wrapped into capitalism. It's still uh, conscious capitalism, being conscious and aware, self-aware of social issues, uh, but it's still wrapped into uh, the capitalist standpoint and and, and garnering th- those financial dollars or revenue to you.
0: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You definitely make some good points there. I- I think somebody is always going to have their interests at heart, right? So you're mentoring somebody, again, it's like what's in it for you? I mean, it could be as simple as just, hey, I just want to pat myself on the back and say I helped someone, right? And it, it's going to make me feel good to be able to give back and pour into the community. But um, oftentimes, again, with the individuals that that I'm sort of alluding to here, that's not the case. <laughs> you know, that's not the case. They're selling a product or what they're selling a service, right? They're selling a mentorship program and where it gets convoluted a lot of times is that they may be great at speaking. They may be great at actually their business of mentorship, right? Right. But that was the successful business that they built, right? They didn't have a successful business a lot of times before that. So if they're trying to come in and, you know, teach, you know, teach me how to run a barbershop, right? Cause I'm a, I own a barbershop and I'm getting their mentorship for business mentorship and they never started a barbershop or started any type of industries related to that. They can't really help me with they, They can only do some rah-rah stuff and, you know, try to tell me certain things and get me all excited. But ultimately their business has always been about marketing and getting people excited for things. They don't know anything about, Running the actual business a lot of times that has nothing to do with their coaching and mentorship Mm programs because that's the area where they had success. And they've been doing very well because, you know, some oftentimes people are manipulated because people want to do the least amount of work to get the highest return.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's what it rolls back to. So instead of actually taking the stairs, they want to take the elevator. And again, that face or coach is typically that elevator and it's never successful. Right. I mean, not to say it's never successful, but seldom times it's success. Because at the end of the day, you still always have to do the work as an entrepreneur. You still have to continuously learn. You still have to continuously put the hours in. Again, what we say, 10,000 hours, put put up the shots, put up the time, put the time in. And uh, also uh, with that, uh, it's just. Frankly, it's um, it's deceitful, it's deceitful, you know, and that's why I go back to say doing the research, do the research so you can understand. Is this person or program or consulting agency best for my needs? Because everyone needs our individuals are different. And I always say when we're talking to the base level of understanding, some can be great. Some can package up things the way you need it. And some uh, I will relatively, you know, deemably say um, I hate using the scam word, but it could be a a practical scam. And you want to avoid yourself from that because at the end of the day, what are the results? What do the results look like? What are the analytics? If you can't, if if someone cannot speak to their analytics and their actual background, I would then defer to, uh, you know, staying with the program that you're already with.
0: Absolutely. Ring, ring, scam likely, right? So you know, <laughs> so they, they definitely have to kind of understand that. And, um, you know, when you really kind of dissect it and think about it, it's like most of the people that hire mentors and hire coaches that actually get that high level of success, they probably were going to be successful anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Because they already were positioning themselves to do the research and do everything they need to do. And maybe they just really just wanted that extra motivation or somebody pushing them, which is, you know, that's fine to have, right? But just understanding what what you're paying for is all I'm saying. Understanding you're paying for uh, motivation, right? You know, something that I heard uh, Eric Thomas say when he's talking about his speaking business and what he does. And he was like, well, you know, my direct competitor is Red Bull, is is what he said. And the reason why he said that is that he is – people are listening to him and he's actually giving them energy. Right. So the same way, before you go to the gym, you want to get that fix on the, you know, pre-workout or you're a little groggy throughout the day. You need some coffee or you need to go get a Red Bull. Right. It's like you go, you, you listen to him and you get riled up in that same way. Right. So, he's been very good and that was a very powerful statement that I think can easily go over people's head right because he's saying it's like hey there's not a lot of substance in what I'm saying necessarily because I'm putting out information where I might be speaking to college students I might be speaking to uh, NBA team I might be speaking to high level executives at a certain type of company and it gets you riled up. And that's great. Get through your day, get riled up, be motivated to get to that next step. But it's like there's no practical action steps in this for you. Mm. You know, there's no practical steps you could adopt. in Yeah,
1: it. no, that's incredible. And shout out. Shout out to E.T. Uh, Eric Thomas. Uh, you're a phenomenal man. Um, I personally went to uh, some of your speaking engagements. I personally uh, was, uh, bought your book. No one's owes you um so uh shout out to you guys you guys are doing incredible over there uh but yeah i I think also when we look into that and dissect that it's also a great marketing as well right when we're talking you're comparing yourself to red bull one of the largest energy drink companies in the world uh man being able to uh, it's 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 incredible you know and and essentially it does lie into that just because you don't have uh, you know uh you may not have those practical steps but I will tell you, uh, most people do not have the mental agility, toughness, and resilience to get to the thing, go, get through the things that they're going to go through by themselves. And there, at many times, we need uh, to hire, uh, wherever we're going to call it, mentor, coach, or whoever on their team. People have, I think, sometimes people have spiritual coaches. People have financial coaches. Uh, ment- uh, 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 not. Again, you know, we talk about energy, you know, energy coaches. They have all types of things that they can make it work for them and their growth in education. But I think uh, more or less you're alluding to the people that do not have the certifications to do these things.
0: Right, yeah, don't have the certification to do them. And, um, I mean, you know, certifications are, are great. And, and what that does is it really just kind of um, helps – there not be as much, um, convoluted activity in, in the space, right? Mm -hmm. That separates people. So, you know, uh, if you have to get a real estate license to practice real estate, well, you know, that's not a difficult barrier, impossible barrier to achieve, but it puts one step in there to say, Hey, you know what? Not, not just anyone could just represent somebody in the largest transaction of their lives, right? Mm -hmm. You have to get a real estate license. And then even beyond that, most, um, people who are real estate agents join the National Board of Realtors and their local real estate associations to become realtors, which have higher ethics and standards and different things like that, right? So it just provides a a level of protection and accountability. And and that's all I'm really kind of talking about here, guys, is that a lot of time with these uh, online coaches and these mentors, they don't have a level of accountability towards your success and towards even accuracy of the information that they're telling you. It could be right, it could not be right. It could be a little shady or different things of that nature. I can't do that as a realtor, right? Because I have a professional license and on top of that, I have um, ethics and obligations through the board of realtors, you know? So that kind of sets a higher standard. But then when you're dealing with people that don't have that, they can pretty much sit up and tell you anything. And as long as it sounds good, you might subscribe to it and then ultimately get yourself into some trouble.
1: Mm -hmm. And then also, um, even beyond that, right? What does the numbers look like? What are the numbers like? What 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 are the sales? What are the uh, representation transactions? What are the uh, how many shots have you put up? Okay, uh, because again, uh, it all may not uh, again align into a specific certification. Uh, uh, one of the most brilliant business minds don't have they they're not attached to a business degree, okay. you know, um, but they can show you the experience and numbers,
0: Absolutely. and
1: a lot can't. And a lot can't. But what they can do is they can sell you motivation. They can sell you uh, uh, the, 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 I guess, the wolf tickets that's saying that hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do this. And it never prevails itself. But now that something in, the, in that nature needs to hold them accountable. And again, you know, here at Veterans for Veterans, we always want to make sure that we're serving our community, holding ourselves accountable and also not holding ourselves only holding ourselves accountable, putting our best foot forward to serve. And if they're not able to do that, I'll tell you this. Um, ultimately, it, it's probably not going to work out for the best.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, I just want our community to consider that and just really understand, you know, just definitely there's a lot of people out here that's kind of trying to get in your pocketbook, man. And again, as we alluded to in previous segments, money is tightening up, you know, and we have to, um, kind of be very weary of entering, uh, different agreements and paying for different services because you, a lot of times don't have that money to lose, you know? And, uh, when you start looking at, The money that you might be spending on some of the coaching and mentorship is like, what are some other ways and avenues that you could have uh, improved your business? You know, I saw, uh, you know, one kind of ad online um, and they were kind of basically had my same agreement with this. And he was uh, talking to um, a business owner and she spent twenty five thousand dollars on coaching or mentorship for uh, to run Facebook ads. Right. And it's just like, well, you paid somebody to learn how to do this, but if you would have just did it yourself, and even if you would have t- be terrible with it, you would have made more money than you did by paying him because you paid him $25,000 to learn how to do this and to do this for you, right? And he probably spent 1500 of that to go to your ad spend budget, and the rest went into their pocket. But you could have just spent the whole 25000 and ran ads yourself and probably got a way better customer outcome even not even knowing what you're doing right because uh, a lot of times you just have to pick up the book you know you have to just read things and just learn things for yourself you have to have a, your own vested interest in your success and you know right now we're getting to a point where it's a microwave generation right mm. um you know we have chat gbt and all these different resources uh and people don't even know how to maximize the resources, right? And so they're not gonna get the highest level outcome without becoming a master of those resources, right? We're in here filming a podcast, right? And, you know, could we go out and get five, $10,000 cameras? It's like, yeah, we could potentially do that. But what I would rather do is let's master filming a podcast with the cameras we already have, right? And once we reach the level where we need higher level cameras, then we'll go out and buy those cameras. But if we don't barely know how to use these, then what difference does it make for us to go buy the most expensive thing because we haven't even reached that level yet?
1: No, I, 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 listen, I'm in total agreement with that because at the end of the day, when we're talking about entrepreneurship, like I just uh, you know uh, previously d- discussed, this journey is just that, a journey. Right. Being able to put yourself in a position to educate yourself, um, then take that education um, and now develop a a business. Most people will never get to the point of developing a business. Most people will get to the point of being self-employed because, again, getting to that point of a business is very difficult. And but at the end of the day, you have to be okay with that if you want to sit there and bump your you need to be able to bump your head and have that mental toughness, resilience and energy which again, if it's being provided by a coach uh, uh, uh online resources or what have you, at the end of the day, you still need to get there but most people won't be able to get there because it's a tough journey um but I do definitely agree with you in being able to make sure um traveling this pathway the safest way you can and educating yourself and trying right trying at the end of the day you have to try but some are going to try because they feel as though that they don't have enough education they don't have enough resources and they don't have the top quality cameras they don't have the top quality uh, resources at the end of the day start everyone starts somewhere
0: absolutely and what i'll i guess leave them with as far as one of my final thoughts is that uh, I guess one of the most powerful gems that i've learned is what you need to look to do is to actually start learning from someone that's just a few steps ahead of you right Mm -hmm. so you know oftentimes we may be at step a and we see step level z and we want to learn from that person right you know so to put it in real estate investment or investment terms right we see grant cardone right the business business owner very successful polished different things like that it's like people would rather listen to grant cardone than to listen to somebody a couple steps ahead of them right because the issue with that is that grant cardone ain't been on your level in so long that he doesn't even know what to tell you what to do to get to step you know, the next stages that you need to get to get, okay, you're at A, how to get to E, right? He's at Z zillion, you know what I mean? (laughs) So he can't tell, he's like, he don't remember what that alphabet looked like, you know, he ain't been there in so long, but what you want to do is look at somebody, and even if you are looking at certain mentors online, it's best to learn from people early, right? Mm -hmm. So even if you related to somebody that, let's say, instead of looking at the online influencer that has a million followers, right? Look at somebody that has a hundred thousand, you know, 50,000, even 10,000, right? If you only got a thousand, this person got the 10,000 so they could tell you how to get there, right? Because they, they, they've got to that 10,000 and they were probably just that a thousand not too long ago. So they actually have completed those steps likely in current day time, right? Because even if Grant Cardone or somebody would try to tell you how to get to the next step, he doesn't remember necessarily, but even if he did remember the time, when he did got to your, where you're trying to go, when he got there, you know, 20 years ago, the market was different, right? The cl- the content and everything was different. So he can't even tell you, even if he wanted to, because he never had to pursue it in the same environment that you're being influenced on, right? So look at somebody that could actually teach you from their practical learning, but People want to always go to the most flashiest person and to the person this way out there when you just need to learn from somebody a couple of steps ahead of you.
1: Mm. And then take heed to that because I mean I, I, I think that was spoken uh, eloquently. You have to also understand, you know, when we're when we're either looking at those people that are a couple of steps ahead of you, those people are nine times out of ten your friends and family, right? Uh, a lot of times, those people you're gonna be a product of the people that you speak to to no reason on a regular basis. Uh, typically, right? Um, those people that are around you. Again, um, I forgot the saying, but basically, if it, they, basically it was alluding to, um, I can tell your future by looking at your friends ahead. Mm-hmm. and at that point, it, it all made it's all clear and all makes sense.
0: Right. right. Yeah. But Yeah. yeah I, I think I know which one you're talking about. It's like I could tell you a uh, future but based on the people you hang around with for no reason. Is, yeah. I guess one yeah. of the ways they say that as well. Yeah. Absolutely. No, 100
1: percent. And also uh, with that, uh, you know, speaking about the whole uh, whether if it's Grant on and it's not to pick on Grant on anything, but just anyone uh, who's at that level, uh, though they may not be able to give you that present day step by step or practical. And, and, you know, practical sense of how to do things. But one thing I will say is uh, the foundational elements remain the same. Mm,
0: absolutely. Uh, the
1: foundational elements will always remain the same. And I can guarantee one thing he will say, putting the hours in.
0: Put the hours in, absolutely. Put the hours in, you know, uh, focus on getting 1% better each day, right? Exactly. Absolutely. Put those 10,000 hours in, man. So, yeah, any closing thoughts that you would like to leave the people with today, man? I know I had to, had to get this <laughs> one off my chest, man. It's just been grinding me. And, yeah, because I know ultimately a lot of people have, you know, goals of, you know, furthering their business as we talk about here. Or, you know, even, I mean, but people are just literally getting conditioned to skip steps now. It's like, you know, you got, you know, women on Instagram or even men now, right, buying abs, you know, going, getting the plastic surgery now because they don't want to go to the gym. But uh, it, it gets back to the same point of business, right? You know, if you put to work, if you eat, what what, uh, what is it? If you basically work out, move more, you can, you don't even call it work out. Just move more, move more <laughs> eat less, drink water. And, and you going to have
1: some desired outcome. And you're going to have some
0: degree, right? It's going to get you closer to the right direction. But it's like, nah, I don't want to do that. I want to just go ahead and get on the surgery table which is to each his own but but it just lets you know how we're getting so um used to just skipping steps right now we got to stop skipping steps you know really want to start putting the time in because ultimately that's what's going to help you with longevity right because if you're just continually skipping steps you're not going to appreciate it once you got there because you didn't necessarily have to earn it. You know, um, ultimately when you listen to a grant card when you listen to a lot of these people, the common theme is that, Hey, appreciate the journey, appreciate the journey, put the work in and respect the grind.
1: Respect the grind. And I think you said that I, I don't think there's any more I can add to that. Respect the grind. At the end of the day, It's a grind, and that's what it will always be. So always make sure you have the ultimate respect for it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Life is a marathon. It's a journey. And all we can do is uh, prepare to compete, man. Uh, Love talking to you guys today. We out. Peace.